And we're live. All right, cool. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Hello. Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Nothing crazy this week, I guess. Man, I just want the boys to finish up now. <laughs> like, I just want all those episodes. I'm so mad that I have to wait a week in between when, like, some fun stuff happens the last time. The last episode. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't even know how many episodes there are left. They said there's going to be eight, so two more, I guess. Tomorrow's and then next week's. Cool. Right on. Nice. Yeah. Looking forward to be that for sure. What's new with you? Um, I, I came back from Canada. I went. I did a trip to Canada last weekend, and let me tell you what that's like. Um, yeah. How are airports? So the international terminals are... Uh, way more dead than than domestic flights. I'm sure. Yeah, there's barely anyone in those in those terminals. Um, in terms of like the people wearing masks and stuff, San Francisco's like everyone's wearing a mask. Yeah, Van- and so the way I did it is I went to Van- San Francisco, layover in Vancouver to Calgary, and then on the way back Calgary to Vancouver to San Francisco. Um, Vancouver, about the middle, middle of the pack. Calgary, least number of people wearing a mask. Still, like, the majority definitely were. Like, we're talking 90%, but I could just, based on who I was seeing, Calgary had the least number of of people with the masks. Um, Also, just hardest to social distance myself in the Calgary one. I I don't know if it was just smaller or the time of day or whatever, but right. there was just a lot of people in that in that one. And of course that was a flight going domestic, so that, that makes kind of the most sense. Sure. Um, whereas the other ones wouldn't have been like that. <clears throat> I get to So my whole plan is land there Saturday, spend two nights, because I didn't want to just like land, sleep, go back to the airport. You know, I wanted to yeah. just see see my family a little bit. So my plan is Land Saturday, two nights, fly out on Monday. Okay. So I get so the first first time I cross the border, I land in Vancouver, and the customs agent there says, "So you're not doing the mandatory two week quarantine?" It looks like. And I was right. like, "No, I'm I'm just here saying hi to my dad, leaving." And he's like, "Okay, well you can't spend any time with your dad. That's that'll be breaking quarantine." So oh, and I was like, oh. So what should I do? What should someone in this in my situation do? Go get like a hotel? <clears throat> yeah. And the guy says, "Well, does like does your dad have like a bathroom in the basement? You could stay in the basement the whole weekend." And I was like, "Okay. Well, he does and there actually is a spare bedroom down there. Well, what are you going to do about food?" "Well, there's there's actually a spare fridge down there. I guess I could call my dad and get him to like load up before I show up." Yeah. "So you're not going to socialize with your father at all?" I guess I'm not because you could see fines of up to $1 million and there's a chance people (laughs) will come and check in on you. Okay. So, which I knew, I knew some (laughs) of the stuff like you guys, Canada is taking the pandemic seriously and that's great. Uh, Um, That's kind of funny how that's put though. (laughs) I'm just telling you what he said, telling you what happened. So, (laughs) What would you rather do? Hug your dad or pay a million dollars? Well, it's if it's if you hug your dad, you have to pay a million dollars. You will dollars, pay a million. Yeah. So 
So that's what I had to kind of contend with um, for, the, sure. for the weekend there. Um, and I needed to get to my mom's house. My mom, unfortunately, was not there this weekend. It just happened. That was the one weekend she was out of town. So that was just yeah. bad luck. Um, but I needed to get to my mom's house. One, I wanted to pick up some video games. But two, I needed to get the, the real copy of my diploma for the application right. on the way back. So in order to, like, not break quarantine or whatever, I mean, I, I, I waited till 10 o'clock at night and drove over there real fast and came back um, sure. hoping no one was like watching the house because I just couldn't risk it. I couldn't risk it. This close with the visa and stuff. I couldn't risk. Also, I do not want a $1 million fine. Not that I really thought that was going to happen, but I couldn't risk that. So sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it ended up. So I ended up spending my Saturday night, 11 o'clock at night. I was, I need, I wanted to get some games out, but a lot of my games are now like in the crawl space in storage in bins. Yeah. Um, because my room has been like renovated, the house is under renovation, so they're they're not really that accessible. So the crawl space, it's this tiny little like there's only it's only like three feet tall space that's in between the the basement and the main floor. You go downstairs in the basement, you go into the into the uh, like laundry room, and you climb up yeah. a ladder into just what looks like a hole in the top of the of the okay. wall to get into this sure. three foot area. <clears throat> and it's sure. dusty and dirty in there and i was wearing like white adidas track pants so i was like well i don't want to get those dirty so I, so i don't yeah. go home so i just take my pants off crawl sure. in there so i'm spending my saturday night 11 o'clock at night digging through the dumbest 360 games you could think of without wearing pants <laughs> the way it's meant to be yeah done yeah. yeah don't act like you haven't been where i am <laughs> <laughs> you're not better than me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I picked up, I grabbed I grabbed DJ Hero 2, couldn't find DJ Hero 1. And I was like, why are these not right beside each other? Yeah, that's weird. So, so huh. I'm very confused. I went through every box that I did find, but I mean, at one point I was starting to like sweat, and I was uncomfortable yeah. and tired. <laughs> yeah. And like it was just, so I was like, I'm, I, DJ Hero 2 is better anyway. Sure. Like, well, I'll, I'll take DJ Hero 2, maybe I'll pick up one at Christmas or something, I don't know. We'll see how things go. Um, I also picked up my um, DVD copy of the um, the complete series of undergrads. Did you ever watch that cartoon? I love that cartoon. So good. So I'm going through it again right now because I was like, oh, I should bring this down. I I, I like this cartoon. I show my girlfriend. Show my roommate. Yeah. I don't think it holds up as well. Oh, as as like when's uh, the last time you watched undergrads? Probably a few years ago. Yeah. So that, this for those who don't know, this was a um, Cartoon Network or Adult Swim. In Canada, uh, it was on Teletoon. It was Teletoon um, here, yeah. It was Teletoon The Cartoon here. Network, I guess, right? I think Cartoon Network, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of in a, an adult cartoon style. Um, it might have been MTV, for, even. It was MTV, for sure. Cause, so yeah. I, was, I was actually watching some like behind-the-scenes stuff on YouTube of kind of like why it failed so spectacularly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyways, adult cartoon, only one season because it kind of got the, a bunch of le- weird legal stuff and the, and the creator didn't he signed some the characters away unfortunately and blah 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 blah. anyway yeah sure. it doesn't i don't think it holds up as good there are still some funny jokes but like like rocco is like deeply problematic now like every, i mean i think most of that most of the characters in that show there's a lot of just like shitty like okay this is kind of a thing a thing of its time because like that joke like it's not offensive but it's like no you don't say that anymore like that's not yeah. cool um and that's basically all of Rocco's character is is consistently stuff like that. Um, 
but you know, there, there's still a spot in my heart for that show. I like that show quite a bit. Um, yeah, they're trying to make a movie. The creator, he did get the rights back and he kickstarted the, oh, like yeah. a, like a pre pre version. They're trying to get a movie together. So what would that even be? I wonder, I guess they graduate maybe, or That's my it's question. probably is after it, graduation. Well, I don't know. Is it, is it just the next year or do they address that? It's been 20 years since that show. Yeah, like I was thinking maybe like a reunion or something. Of the I, characters. I don't know. My guess is they just continue on with year two. <laughs> and yeah, they maybe. make a silly like one-off thing of like, it seems like I haven't seen you guys in 20 years. <laughs> or yeah, something. And then just, just kind of move on. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Um, yeah. Anyway. That'd be uh, cool. Yeah. So yeah, my... But anyways, I got I got a new visa. Hooray! Yay! Um, uh so you don't have to be kicked out during a pandemic. Out. No, I'm here again for another solidified it down here. Yeah, that's what's going on. And now, now it's 32 degrees outside and I can't open the windows because the air quality's bad again. Hey, so glad so to yeah. live here now. Yeah, so glad to have <laughs> fought my way back here. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing new this week. John's not here, by the way. Yeah, no, John's not here. John took the night off. Yeah, wasn't able to make it. Um, but yeah, if nothing else is going on with you, then let's do the podcast. Okay. Top down perspective for October first, Halloween month. Yeah. You got you got Halloween plans? No. What does Halloween even look like? Uh, movie night probably. Yeah. Our, yeah. Our, that was the craziest thing is like the differences up there 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 like when we were like driving to and from the airport um in calgary not everyone is wearing a mask like at all times um and down here like when you're outside not everyone's wearing their mask but they at least have something like around their neck that they can pull up if they're gonna like pass by someone not the case in calgary i was just seeing tons of people with just just looking like it's a regular day outside uh, and that was just kind of blowing my mind. Yeah, people are shitlords up here about some of that stuff. Um, yeah, do you guys think you're going to have like an actual like Halloween trick or treating? I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope not either. I'm I'm curious. So, somewhere is probably going to do it, right? There's going to be some. Oh yeah. Town. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see it happening down here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I hope people still decorate their lawns, though. I haven't really gone out around the community to look but i hope that's the i hope that's the case i always like seeing those i also do too it's apparently a really popular um giant skeleton you can get at home depot this year that's like two stories tall for some reason they're selling this thing (laughs) maybe not two stories maybe like one story but it's like it's it's weird that that, i've been seeing a lot of stuff on twitter about the giant home depot skeleton well foot all apparently with life eyes i don't know what life eyes means but i don't know what that is either how do you you have the price how much is a 12 foot skeleton it is 300 dollars us that's so much money (laughs) do you want like do you want the new xbox or do you want a 12 foot skeleton i think you know in your heart the answer I mean, saying in the chat, that skeleton is awesome. It is. there, But, like, where do you yeah. put a 12-foot skeleton when you're done? Like, 
The garbage, just, I I'll guess. Just, I'll just put this in my closet. Who, no, I don't. Even, that won't fit in anything. In Sean's old bedroom that we just renovated to be twelve yeah, ex- feet exactly. Tall. That's it. Yeah, I would have to give up a whole bedroom of my apartment to fit a twelve foot skeleton. Yeah, um, exactly. But that would be so cool to have, right? It would be very cool for the week that you put it up. Yeah. What would you do? What would you like? What What What's your decoration plan for a twelve foot skeleton? If you could, if you had the space, if you had like a uh, like a house or something. What's the dream goal to do with a 12-foot skeleton? I'd probably put it behind my house so it looks like a skeleton is, like, peeking out peeking over, over it or whatever. Like, down yeah. at the street. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was thinking... I had thought about that one. I had also thought he's just, like, sitting on the roof. That'd be really good, too. Yeah. Just... He's sitting... His, you know, his knees are kind of up. Like, like if you have, like, like a, a house with, like, a point. And yeah. he's sitting and knees are over it and his arms are just kind of, like, on his on his knees that'd be pretty good too yeah (laughs) i'd also want to try and get sunglasses on him somehow oh yeah you would need giant sunglasses that'd be great giant sunglasses yeah 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 someone in the chat says buy a 12 foot skeleton get surgery to put yourself in the skeleton suddenly you're 12 feet tall oh my god (laughs) yeah i don't know if i said that your skin over top of the bones of that skeleton (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't know if I said this earlier. I'm Sean Booker. Oh, I'm Paul Fleck. Um, I also don't remember if I said this is the top down perspective, but in case you're uh, curious what podcast you're listening to, this is the top down perspective. It is. Um, and uh, all right, I've done a ton, ton of talking. So, uh, Paul, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Sure. Uh, I played a bunch of Deep Rock Galactic with some friends this week. Man, that game is fun. So Deep Rock Galactic, for anybody who might not know, is kind of like a first person game where you are playing a dwar- dwarves in space that get sent on little missions by your company to like collect certain materials from different like asteroids or uh, space rocks of some sort. And like on those, you usually encounter a bunch of swarmy alien types like spidery things or like arachnid type things that attack you bug type things just in general i guess and you have to fight them off while gathering the material for your company and then getting back home it's fun it's a really really good co-op game uh pretty small download size it's like less than two gigs which we found surprising and it's just like a good thing to jump in with some buddies and play for a while where you all get together you have you work together to do a thing uh there's four different jobs or like different uh worker types for the dwarves there's a driller who has the uh these like drill arms things that he can drill through tunnels really fast um there is a scout that has a hook shot type thing so he can like move around and like mark things and get things that are out of reach easier there's an engineer with a platform gun who can literally just make like platforms for him and the other dwarves to use to get to high places. And then there's the gunner who has a zip line ability to set up zip lines everywhere. So everybody can move around and like a bunch of different weaponry and stuff. So yeah, no, it's cool. It's, uh, it's just a pretty simple, you have a small thing to do. You go and you do it and then you get home and you get like, I don't know, not loot necessarily, but, uh, like, bragging uh, rights craft like crafting materials and money to like upgrade okay. things yeah it's fun it's a is good this, little is game this co-op it seems like it's kind of a team thing 
It's a four-player co-op game, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can play it single-player, and they give you, like, a drone that, like, acts as, like, a little co-op buddy to help you, but I don't think it would be the same experience. Sure. Yeah, it's fun. When you, when, uh, when you so started this, I, I had had this game confused with Hard Space Shipbreaker, which they're not similar, but do you know that game? I do, yes. I never played that one, though. I haven't either. For some, re- <laughs> for some reason, I had those mixed up in my head. And then you yeah. started talking about fighting people, and I was like, this is not the right game. What am I thinking of? No, completely different, yeah. Uh, that's, again, Deep Rock Galactic. If you have some buddies, uh, maybe pick it up. It's a super fun time. I really, really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I started Spelunky 2 this week. Started playing right, Spelunky finally. 2. That game is fucking difficult. Like, in a way that the first game was not. <laughs> the first, I've, I've heard it is a lot um, harder, yeah. The first biome or whatever, like the undergrounds, the first three stages or whatever it is. Man, there is some rude shit that that game does to you. They added a few new enemies that are just a pain in the ass to deal with. They're still the old enemies of the bats, the spiders that drop down, uh, snakes of different sorts. There's some of the new enemies are a uh, the one that pisses me off is like a mole, a cave mole. That just like okay. moves yeah. around in the walls and jumps out randomly at you. I I absolutely hate that piece of crap. <laughs> I hate him so much. But in like a good way, if you're like, all right, here we go. We're on level two of Spelunky. It's time to get good. I've been training my whole life for this. That, I played Spelunky one. That mole, I feel, is bad. Everything else that they've added is good. Everything else is uh, fun. There's a... Uh, what the hell are they called? Like a sand shrew type thing, like the Pokemon. Uh, no, not an armadillo. More like a hedgehog or something. Okay. That like when it looks when it sees you, it just starts rolling at you. It, okay. It just keeps rolling at you, so it can like combo you. But they they're pretty chill. They don't like really actively seek you or anything. Just kind of if you get in their way. There's turkeys you can ride. In I've heard the, a lot about yeah, the turkeys do different stuff I hear and whatnot. Yeah, so they add a double jump and kind of like a feathery glide thing where you can like flap your wings to slow fall essentially, and they headbutt as your attack instead of a whip when you're riding them. Can't one of them like teleport? Or is uh, that possibly, a different creature yeah. that you can ride? Is there other creatures you can ride? As far as I know, there are. I haven't met them yet, though. Okay. Something teleports. Just a lot of podcasts I'm listening to are talking about it. Are talking about Spelunky. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that game is difficult, though. Holy crap. And, like, for a while, I was just like, maybe it's just because I remember Spelunky 1. And just, like, at some point, I was like, okay, I know how to read this game properly. And, like, this is fine now. No, this game is just hard. Like, the... the, uh, Layouts for stuff are a little ruder right right from the get-go than they were in Spelunky 1. Sometimes you have to actually bomb out the, uh, like, damsel, which are all just pets now. There's no more male or female damsels to save. They're all the pets, uh, the dog Monty, the cat Percy, and Poochie the hamster. Uh, and you can choose whichever one you want or just have the menagerie of all three of them, and it'll just kind of randomly choose one for you per level. <clears throat> Um, the bombs, I think, do a little more range damage, like another, an extra block or so than they used to. So that was kind of weird to get used to at first. I, like, I think they do like two or three blocks outwards now instead of 
one or two, depending what Spelunky one was, um, which is fine. That's not a big deal, but it was a little bit different. Uh, the game starts you off auto running, which is kind of annoying because I like having the button to like choose when I run or whatever. So that's an easy option to change, though, in the menu. Uh, that's not too bad. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to talk about with the game. I think it's kind of cute story wise how uh, the Spelunky guy and the Spelunky girl from Spelunky one, you're playing their daughter. And okay. I thought that was kind of cute, just like a little sure. story thing going on. <clears throat> it sounds like it's a game for people who played a lot of Spelunky 1. It is. It is absolutely that game. It is a sequel to Spelunky in that it is harder. There's more things to look at. There's new secrets. And uh, right. there's kind like of if a you, weird If you went through Spelunky and you're like, oh, I, I found everything in there. I did all the weird secret runs and the bonus stuff. Yep. And, I, and now I want the next thing. This, this is, is your game. One. Yep. 100 percent yeah even like story continuation which is kind of an odd thing to say but (laughs) it's there so it's a cool game though it's very cool uh i'm not gonna lie i got a little frustrated after like a couple hours of just being like okay i need to put this down (laughs) because i'm like right i think that's why like i had kind of bounced off splunky initially i played a little bit of it but it was one of those things where it's like Okay, this is this is a game where you you are wanting me to put a level of investment in that I am not yeah. wanting to do at that time or 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 ever or whatever it was. But it was just like yeah. you're asking something of me that I am not interested in in and I don't want I do not want to meet you halfway, Spelunky. So I'm going to shake yeah. hands and and play probably play Pokemon or something. Yeah, I mean they're hard games. They are they take they like you said they take time investment of learning how to even go through that game they're time consuming because you kind of need to be careful but also not really oh i guess like there's new traps like there's a a vase you can break now that'll instantly call the ghost that used to just come at you when i think you spent over two minutes in the dun in the not dungeon in the caves and stuff so you can instantly call the ghost now the ghost also speeds up at a point if you like are dodging him so he becomes harder to dodge to get away from. Yeah, I don't know. Everything about it is just like, we know that you play Spelunky 1. This is going to be harder for you. <laughs> and it is. It's exactly that. So if you kind of bounce off Spelunky 1, this might be a nightmare. Uh, if you like Spelunky 1 a lot, this might be something up your alley for sure. It is uh, unforgiving, though, in a way Spelunky 1 wasn't, for sure. Um, I played anime breath of the wild that yeah, game this that thing is getting pe- like crazy popular i downloaded it on playstation i want to try it out um it's like the like most successful chinese game in the west or something ever i think i heard or something like that yeah i believe it uh so i played genshin impact for people who might not know what i was talking about uh it is extraordinarily anime to the point where I kind of don't like the f- themes of it. Uh, but that's okay because I like the gameplay a lot. So I couldn't tell you what the story is besides some elder dragons or something are mad and you have to fight them, uwu or something. Uh, you can choose to be either a male or female twin that is kind of like in the opening cutscene that get in the other one. 
your other sibling gets like frozen or something by some like evil witch mage or some bullshit. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You end up in this world where you meet this fairy person that won't shut the fuck up. Think of like Navi, but worse, uh, named Paimon. And she is the absolute worst thing about this game because she just doesn't ever shut up and her voice is annoying. Um, but the gameplay style is literally kind of like Breath of the Wild, where you're running around a giant open world that's cell shaded, looks very, very nice as an anime character of some sort. Uh, but it's all based on elemental damage and stuff like that. So the different elements like earth, fire, water. I think you start off with uh, like a wind type character, or at least I did. I don't know if that's random or whatever. And then you have other characters that you meet up with in your party to fill other spots. You can only ever have four at a time that you can switch between while you're fighting. And I guess the draw of it more than anything is it has like sword and bow, like weapon combat. Um, That's very good and fluid, but also you have to use different elemental stuff to take out enemies and uh, kind of like combine them to do different effects, which is kind of neat. So, for example, if an enemy has a shield up that's like a cryo shield, like a ice shield or whatever, you can use or a water shield would be a better thing. You can use fire against it to vaporize the shield, like turn it into vapor and it damages the enemy. Or you can freeze that enemy in the shield using an ice attack to freeze the water around it. Uh, So there's like different interactions like that. And even between your own characters, you can like set a... uh, a tornado up is like your special ability as the main character. And then you can switch to your fire character and shoot a flaming arrow into it. And now it's a flaming like vortex. Spell break. Yeah, kind of. It's like that, but like as a single player RPG thing, Um, I guess like the weird thing about this though, is it is free to play. So it has the free to play gotcha mechanics. Because when I think of like (laughs) breath of the wild and then, and then free to play, I'm like, what is being gated yeah. here? I know it is gotcha, but like, does that yeah. just affect your other party? Like, how easy is it to ignore this stuff? How, like, it's super easy to ignore it because they give you a wind, fire, cryo, electric type. Um, and they give you the stuff that you need to do quote unquote roles. Think of it like Fire Emblem Heroes, how they did it, where you're like trying to get new heroes or whatever by rolling or doing the like roulette or whatever it's the same idea uh, but is there any like actual reason where i would like want to like what am i missing out on by not putting money in there as far as i can tell right now you would be missing out on like the different elemental characters perhaps but i already get the but i get each element right you just you say you get one of the elements so you get four of them and there's like seven i think or six yeah, so, just, so it would just be just like areas of the map you cannot go to because you don't have whatever th- element. Give us 99 I, cents. I'm not sure yet. Uh, like, because I did uh, one of the roles and I got a, a uh, like earth type or whatever. And it's made some of the battles easier, but it seems like there's different ways that the elements interact together that you wouldn't need that earth type necessarily. It's just made some of them, the fights, a little easier. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to try to, like I said, when I think of ha- Breath of the Wild structure, I don't understand how 
gotcha kind of yeah. fits into play. Um, it's even weird. Like Breath of the Wild, you doesn't. Didn't, you didn't level up. So it's no. not like I'm rolling for a stronger character. Breath of the Wild was just like, you know, you need to get better and also you'll get more hearts at some point. In this game, you do level up. Um, so the starting level apparently seems to be level 20, uh, which you get instantly. It's super, super easy. And then you have to get materials to ascend them to like open up that level cap essentially and like continue on. And that seems to be kind of where the multiplayer starts or whatever. So there's a bunch of different leveling systems in this game. There's levels per character where that character or waifu or whatever you want to call them levels up them. But you also have an adventure level or rank. And the adventure rank would be like your player level or whatever, like your all around level. Uh, That's the one that you need to get to apparently adventure rank 15 before you can start doing co-op and like really open up the world okay do you know how long that takes because i was actually planning to play this co-op i played for about three and a half to four hours and i'm adventuring 10 oh man okay so yeah it's it doesn't seem like it's going to be a good co-op experience because of this reason (laughs) which is a bummer right um yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot more to say about it. It's kind of uh, fun. Like the I like the combat. It. It's on are kind of weird. It's PC, on everything PS4. except Xbox, right? It's not on. It's coming to Switch later, I believe. Right? It's not on Switch at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, sure. But it is on Android and iOS, and yeah. there is cross saves between everything except the PS4 version. Right. Which, I'm which sure that's weird. a Sony problem. I'm. That's probably I, not. I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's. Yeah, that's weird because that's probably the one I'm going to play it on sure. um, just because that's the console one. Um, so that was a bit of a bummer. Yeah, it's I weird. I want to check it out. A lot of people are talking good things about it and it, it looks really good. It's surprisingly really fun. Um, again, like I'm not really into the like anime uwu scene. Uh, so that stuff is a little bit of a turnoff for me. But the combat and like the way it plays is actually just so satisfying and fun that I'm overlooking kind of that other stuff that I'm not a big fan of. Did you know like did you know that this game was coming? Because this just came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know what it was. I keep track of a bunch of different releases, but I didn't know it would become this big either. Yeah, I hadn't heard about this thing at all. Uh, And then all of a sudden it was just like everyone's talking about it so i was like i guess i'll check it out because it's free yeah exactly i think it's the free and the fact that they serve mobile too like it's pretty pretty big deal i guess for getting people in i did hear that people that play mobile just like start burning their hands pretty quick because it just heats your phone up super quick yeah maybe yeah so but yeah it's been fun uh let's go into something that maybe isn't so fun at least i didn't think so uh, Super Mario 35 came out about, uh, I don't know, like 16 hours ago, <laughs> and I played it a little bit last night before I went to bed. Um, That thing is kind of a piece of shit. That's what I'll say about it. Okay. I've been playing it a bit, too. I've I've done maybe like six games. Okay. Sure. I'm okay. level 12, I want to say. Okay. Um, so for people that might not know what we're talking about, Mario 35 is 
the Super Mario Brothers one game that is done kind of like Tetris 99 where you are playing against 34 other people and you are kind of racing against the clock and also each other uh, kind of trying to screw with each other to become the last one standing and where Tetris 99 was like really kind of simple and easy to understand this one has some weird mechanics going on to kind of make it work as a multiplayer thing. And I think it's a little convoluted in a lot of ways where oh, it's really? not just, I didn't, I didn't get that uh, mm-hmm. impression. So I'm, 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 I'm assuming I missed something in that case. Okay. So the idea is, is that you have a time. Everybody has a timer. The way that you increase time is, well, I guess the thing is you can't die. So the way it seems like everybody dies if they're going to die unless like they're bad at Mario games is you're going to fall into a pit because Mario one physics suck. They're really bad. <laughs> and that's they're kind really of, weird that's, to get that's kind to. of the one thing. Well, there's a, there's a couple things, but one of the things is like, I'm just not a huge fan of super Mario bros one. Um, yeah. So that, that's just kind of, it is like, yeah, I didn't hit that jump. It's like, well, this doesn't feel great. <laughs> yeah. You have like no control over your me- momentum. Uh, you have like barely any momentum if you don't get a good jump off every time you jump. Uh, you will probably kill yourself more than other people will kill you in this game, <laughs> honestly. Um, so yeah, the way I'm, works, I'm about 50 50 on like, oh, I just jumped in a hole. Bummer, because that was actually a pretty good run. And I was like in the top 10 versus I did a weird jump. And but there did also happen to be eight enemies there. So. Oh, OK, sure. Um. So also you have a timer and you can die by the time running out or you can die by things hitting you and then you dying. It's like normal. Typical Mario. Yeah. Typical Mario stuff. Uh, So the timer stuff, you can increase your timer by using fireballs, which will increase the timer by one second per enemy. You can stomp on the enemies, which will increase it two seconds per enemy and then go up by one for every consecutive enemy hit during the same Uh, sequence so if there's five goombas there and you hit one and then land and then hit one and then land and then so on and so forth you'll only gain 10 seconds where if you hit them in sequential order the first goomba will give you two seconds the second one will give you three then four then five then six um okay this is a specificity that i don't think is super necessary but yeah you you it is absolutely necessary you get time back so just keep it's absolutely no it's absolutely necessary because the way these games end is that five people die instantly from the first goomba for whatever reason or disconnection or something then there's nothing happens for a while then a bunch of more people die then you're in the last five and you are literally playing forever until the timer goes down so fast you can't keep up with it so you need to be one have one more second than the other guys Does, does the timer speed up yeah. Oh God! It okay. goes to the point where you can't keep up anymore. Okay. Like, I guess it'll I just go, gone that far. It'll just start rolling down until you somebody dies. Okay. I'm not sure if I've gone that far. I probably haven't, but I'm usually not looking at the timer too much. Um, how long just does a, on the Mario? How long does a match end for you? Because it's usually about half an hour. Like it's so long for every match. Yeah. So that, that's the complaint I've been hearing. I haven't beat it yet, so I I haven't seen the whole length of a a a, 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 a match. But I typically get. About around the tenth place, I think my record is. I've gotten to top. Uh, I've gotten to like eighth a few times okay. now. So I'm usually I'm usually somewhere around like eight to maybe fifteen is where I end up. 
for the for the sixth games I've played. And yeah, I do okay. think there's a weird kind of pacing issue of like some will fall off real quick, then people will kind of slowly, gradually fall, but then there'll be like five pretty good Mario players, and you're in this kind of weird stalemate until someone yeah. just happens to like blink. Um, yeah. So it ends up just kind of being like nonsense Mario, which that's that part's kind of fun. Like when you get a star, that's that's a lot of fun because there's yeah, so many so, enemies being sent your way. Or when you have a, fi- a fireball and you can just like rain down on enemies, that's cool, too. But yes, you do get less time back. Um, yeah. So that's that's the one drawback to having the fire flower. Yeah. Uh, so the stars are always good for sure, because I think you just get like a standard two or three seconds per enemy and you can just run through a huge group of them and get a whole bunch of time instantly, which is like a good way to do that. I guess the other mechanic in this is that every 20 coins, you can do a roulette uh, for a power up. And uh, that power up is either a mushroom, a flower, a star or a pal uh, to like clear the screen essentially. Um, And what's the other thing that I need to talk about? Oh yeah, I guess when you, uh, like Mar, like uh, Tetris 99, you can kind of target other people in different ways. Right. And when you kill an enemy and you're targeting somebody, it sends a copy of the enemy you killed to whoever you're targeting. So, okay, yeah, that's um, that's the main gameplay thing. Is every anytime an enemy is killed, it gets sent to another player. And that's how you can end up with like, you know, someone in the chat just said five Bowsers at yeah. once. Um, yeah, and nonsense like that. Yeah, for sure um so they also have the badge system that was also in tetris 99 but i never like read up on how you specifically get the badges and whatnot because they have those like red coins on the top of your screen the coins yeah so i'm pretty sure the way it goes is that though whatever coins they have are sent to you if you knock them out and if you don't they go into the pool for the winner at the end like if they just die from something else Right, but aren't there, so there's regular coins, but aren't there, like, coins that sit above, like, your little player profile? I'm assuming those do stuff, because Tetris 99 had, like, specific badges that would show up based on how you're playing and stuff. I was just assuming that that's an indicator of how many, yeah, an indicator of how many coins the player Okay, maybe I'm Maybe I'm mistaken then. Um, Yeah, it's not like a badge system, necessarily. Uh, In fact, it might just be how many times they can roll the thing, maybe. Because, yeah, each I one is know. twenty, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um. So I I found the way that you should play is you do one one, then you do one two, and you loop one one and one two forever until you win. So that's how you play the game. Congrats, guys! You know now. Because <laughs> there is a power up at one one right away. There is a uh, secret life pretty quickly at the very beginning of one one that'll give you a roll get a good roll or don't there's a fire flower in the next area then there's a star that you can kill a bunch of shit go into one two then there's power-ups there and then there's a star where you can kill shit but more importantly you can choose by going into the secret uh pipe area which level you want and as long as you don't do one three which is like the level where you're going to probably die because that's a level with pits everywhere you're fine. <laughs> like, that's the strat, essentially. And it's this game has become, do you like 1-1 one, one enough to play it for 30 minutes, or do you want to lose? 
Right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I I thought I was wondering if the pipe was there, but I hadn't like focused on trying to get up there. Um, I also do want to unlock the other stages because I want to just kind of yeah. complete that uh le- the level select screen. Well, the other um the other stages are good if you actually want to send stuff that isn't just goombas to get people to like actually fuck them right, over. Yeah. You want to get to a point where you can get spinies out. Um, every now and then, if you can get a Bowser, a Bowser is good, but there's not usually enough stuff in the level unless you're being attacked to gain time back. So it's usually kind of a bad thing to do, choose a Bowser level unless like you are able to get time back for doing it. And then you can send a Bowser to somebody. Um, yeah, I don't know. The bloopers are fun, too. Sending bloopers to people can really fuck them up. So that's fun. Yeah, bloopers do just suck. Like, yeah, they're su- they absolutely and like you have suck to and like sure. playing this on like a water stage that sucks because the water if stage you play the water suck. stage and you don't have fire, it's the worst. <laughs> There's yeah. so much shit everywhere. Yeah, I, I think the caveat to all this though is this game is free, so how upset can you really be? Yeah, like, no, for sure. You, this is definitely like, you know, not a thing that like if I paid five bucks for this, I would be furious. But for free, it's like whatever. I played really. I would probably I think an hour paid, and a half. I think this game is worth five bucks. I don't at all think this is worth. Like, I don't money. think this game is bad. It's just I, I think there's a pacing issue, and as a result, I don't think I'm going to play it for very long. But I, I would, I would pay five dollars for this. Mm, I definitely would not. I can see. Why well, if they do the Tetris 99 route, they'll come out with a ten dollar um, offline mode. Yeah. I wonder what that would even be, just like the AI throwing random shit at you or something. Well, it would just Maybe. be, yeah, you playing against 34 bots, because that's what it is for Tetris 99, is you're just playing against bots for the most part. Or for yeah. the whole part, you're offline, what I mean the most part, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you have a Switch and you want to try it out, there's really no reason not to. You can go ahead and download it. It's a small download, and uh, you can play 1-1 for half an hour. One time. Uh, I'm probably not going to play any more of it. But we'll see. I'll probably, That's I'll probably I've been dip playing. my toe in here and there like I do for Tetris 99. Sure. That's all I've been playing. Um, all right. Let's go with uh, the last couple games I have played. I played just today because uh, it went uh, free. Uh, Rogue Company. That's why there's like sponsored streams of it today okay now it makes yeah sense. so this had been out but you had the only way to get it um uh, was through like a starter edition right yeah and the game was is designed to be free to play but they and they have like hey buy the starter edition but those were the only ones available now it's the free version is completely out i think sure. it's pretty decent um it's good. yeah it's basically like you know counter-strike um yep but the but your characters have uh specific traits so i guess it's so it's kind of like a, like an easier siege for the most part. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you have your rogues or, or your heroes or your operatives. They, they all have a different um, uh, like ultimate ability that they can use. Um, but each round you are purchasing upgrades and purchasing new uh, skills. And, like, and each gun uh, or, or shop that you have access to is unique to each character to pick from. So, um but it's cool you like dive in from the beginning, which is pretty fun. And you can like look ahead to the other side of the map and see where the enemy team is diving. So you can kind of see, all right, what are they trying to plan? Are they splitting up? Are they sticking together? 
And there's various game type modes of like, you know, plant the bomb in one of two locations or defuse the bomb, defend the location. There's just, you know, king of the hill. There's uh, like team death match with like a, a pool of lives. Um, you know, pretty, pretty standard stuff. Um, I think it's pretty good. I think the characters uh, just kind of move a bit slow. Like the running feels real slow. Yeah. Uh, you have a dodge roll, which I really like that you do have a dodge roll because when you get in a fight, being able to like dodge back behind some cover is is a lot of fun. Um, but the dodge is just real slow. Uh, yeah. So the movement just doesn't is not very exciting. Uh, but I think the gunplay is good. I think the time to kill is good. Um, you you know you regenerate health, uh, which is cool, and I like the abilities too. And if you're familiar with Siege, you'll be pretty familiar with a lot of them. Like, one dude can put down a bunch of barbed wire. One dude can put up, like, a big shield. Um, stuff like that. So, uh, but, in, I, but I almost feel bad comparing it to Siege. Because Siege is, like, so finely crafted and tuned. And, and, and there's yeah. so much in it. And then this just, this is, like, baby Siege. <laughs> this is, sure. like, this thing is, is probably feeling flattered that I'm, I am uh, comparing it to Siege. Um. Siege is definitely a better game, but this sure. is definitely an easier game and also free. Uh, so there is that sure. too. Yeah. Um, I'll probably play a bit more of it. Uh, I haven't seen all the levels. I think there's eight levels in there. I've only seen three of them. They, for the most part, they kind of seemed very pretty generic. Um, yep. They're small, like which I like. I like that they're not huge looking for people. Yeah, they're it's, not very huge, but the, and which is good. Yeah, because the teams are small as well. It's four on four. Yeah. Um, it does seem like they don't, if someone drops, they will not put someone else to take their place, which is very siege like, I remember that being an issue because at that point it's like, you, you might as well just give up. Like, yeah, kind of, there is no re there is basically no way you will win unless you're like pretty good to be going up against a, like a, like a, uh, a team with more players. Um, like I remember that from siege as well. Like if someone like you could see when the other team started like disconnecting and then those teammates would just be like, well, I'm just going to like run in front of people. Cause we need this game to end. Um, yeah. Cause it, there's, it, yeah. So I feel bad for when that happens. Cause it happened a couple times on the other side that we were, there would be like four against three. And I was like, well, we got this in the bag, I guess. Uh, and that's yeah. just a bummer. I wish they would at least put bots in there or something, especially when I understand not putting bots in for siege might be kind of hard. Cause that game is so tactical. Yeah. Um, but this game is not, as, yeah. in no way that tactical so you could throw some bots in for sure but maybe for that'll sure. come who knows um there's you know there's still characters to unlock and the ones that you need to unlock they seem pretty interesting as well i'm probably not going to put money into this but i might play it enough to get enough in-game currency to buy one of them we'll see i don't know they, they're a little expensive sure i guess <clears throat> like also for anybody who thinks this might sound interesting it does take the like Counter Strike model of you buy your weapons and abilities, kind of, but they stay persistent throughout the rounds, and you can upgrade uh, at the beginning of each round, like to do kind of a loadout essentially for your character, which is kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, so you can like buy like an assault rifle, and then you can upgrade it three times to make it, like yeah. a better assault rifle in some way. And then that's also how you, know, you buy a lot of the passive. You have to buy a lot of passive skills for your character. So not only are you selecting a character based on what is their ultimate. And what is the guns they have available in their shop? But what are the passive one abilities that I can purchase? Um, yeah. And that's kind of fun because then you can kind of tune the the character you like or the ultimate you want to use to the play style you want. Do you want to be someone that yeah. like has more shields, or do you want to be someone that can like run around and reload at the same time and and stuff like that? So, or like silent footsteps, or like yeah, whatever yep. you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. 
So that's it's that's fun. pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty fun. Yep. Uh, again, that's Rogue Company. It's free. I think it's on everything. I know it's on Switch because that's the first time I had actually heard about it. I'm playing it on Xbox. I believe there is crossplay because when I was looking at the like in-game like current leaderboard stuff, I, there was an Xbox symbol beside me and no one else. Okay. So I'm assuming they were <laughs> on PC. Oh, maybe. That's yeah, my guess. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, so that's Rogue Company. Uh, the last game I played, I talked about it a bit at the top of the show, is some DJ Hero 2. <laughs> yeah, all um, right. I uh, I brought down the controller. I wasn't able to bring the whole Renegade Edition. It just, that that case is too big. Um, I I tried, though, because it was smaller than I remember it being, and I was like, can I fit this in my bag? No, nah, I can't fit it in my bag. Um, so I just <laughs> brought the controller down. And then, and then this led to just like some tedium into which I needed to get my 360 up and working again. So the problem with my 360 is the disk drive no longer opens. Right. For whatever reason. And, and up until this point, this point being like the last time I played with my 360, which would, must be a few years back, you could kind of get it if you hit the open button a lot and prayed then it would open up and it's like, good, I only needed you to open up once and I can put the disc in, good. And then you'd have to do it again to get that disc out, but it's okay because then this thing's going back in the closet. I could not for the life of me get it to open up. So I had to go on like online, look at YouTube videos on how to manually eject it. So I had to like take the faceplate off, get a um, safety pin in there to like press a button so that it would come out a bit so I could pull it open, put a disc in, turn it on so that it would automatically shut it. Now I can play my game. This is definitely the most effort I've ever heard somebody who played DJ Hero <laughs> that sure, you've gone through. Sure, yeah. I mean, well, I wanted to play some DJ Hero, and now that disc like is in travel, there, and it's... Traveled to another country during a pandemic, <laughs> got <laughs> DJ Hero. Climbed up into a crawl space <laughs> without pants on at 11 o'clock at night. Yep, did all this. DJ Hero's really good, man. Yeah. I, I need to turn this fan up, please. So <laughs> You're <hot>. still dying. <laughs> it's so hot in here. There we go. Um, DJ Hero is so good. I found out there's still a few achievements that I'd never gotten that are easy, like complete the tutorial. Because I'd already played oh. and knew everything from DJ Hero 1. So it's like, I'm going to get some new DJ Hero achievements in 2020. That's weird. Yeah, um, that is. But man, that game, that game is still good. The servers are offline, obviously. Um, but it, you know, I'm so much worse than I remember being, I remember being so much better. And now I'm just trying to play all these remixes that I hadn't heard in like pr- probably like six years or so. And I'm just, I'm destroying them. I have to like knock it down to medium for anything to sound decent. <laughs> um, the 360 looks so bad on my big TV. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so just cr- like crusty and blown out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, DJ Hero is still just so fun, and it, I, I it's crim. It, I also wish I could just buy the digital versions because I'm in this situation where it's like having a physical version is actually making this hard to play because of this disk drive problem. Um, and I even looked up like, can you just buy this digitally? And I, it was too early. Like, there's no they, that was before everything had a digital version that you could also purchase. Purchase so. Hmm. Um. So, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to keep it out for a bit, maybe playing it a couple more times before I put it back in the shelf. But I, I wish there was more DJ Hero. That game is so much fun. 
Well, glad that it was at least worth it, all the trouble. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now, like, once people can come and visit each other, yeah, I can be like, hey, do you guys want to play some DJ Hero? Because I know you have not played DJ Hero, and you are in for a treat. Yeah. Um, so. All right, uh, that's going to do it for some, for all the what we've been playing. Let's talk about some news. We actually got a bit of a slow week, finally. Yes, love it. Uh, let's start off with Insomniac's Spider-Man. Yeah. They recast the character model and he and Peter Parker on Spider-Man Remastered will have a different face now. What a weird decision. <laughs> this is so weird. I don't I can't think of any analogs to this. The closest is like they changed the voice actor of like Yeah. the robot in Destiny and it's no longer Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Uh, I have it's you seen both thing. of them? Yeah, you've seen both of these faces now. Where do you land? Uh I don't like the Tom Holland look alike. I don't like the new one at all. I like you, the other Tom one. Holland? More. Okay. Yeah, I like the original. I can't tell if that's just because I that's what I'm used to. Yeah, I, that's why it's hard for me because I spent a lot of time with that dude. A right, lot. and like I saw the great facial expressions, and that that was, yep. a, that was a fun story. And he he got so angry, um, and that was that was a great time. So, uh, Insomniac obviously came out to kind of in their with their blog saying kind of why, and I'll just read the statement that they put out there. Sure. Uh, in order to bring the best performances to player with our next generation Marvel's Spider-Man games, we have recast the face of Peter Parker. We loved working with John Bubniak on the original game. However, to get a better match to Peter Parker slash Spider-Man actor Yuri Lowenthal's facial capture, we have cast Ben Jordan to be the face model for Peter Parker on the PS5 console. He looks incredible in-game, and Yuri's moving performances take on a new life. So, they, uh, Sonny was saying they did this for Judgment, Yakuza, when the OG actor got busted That's for doing right. coke. I'm almost yes. wondering, do you think that they just like had like a bad working relationship with the other guy or something? And they're just like, you know what? Just fucking recast it. Anybody can be Peter Parker. Who cares? That's an idea. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but that is good. Yes. I had completely forgotten about the judgment thing. That That's right. Um, yeah. Weird. Absolutely. This, weird. this is super. This is super weird. Uh, he look. He does look younger. Yeah, he does. Than the other Peter Parker. Um. So I guess like going forward, because I'm because Peter's going to show up in in sequels and stuff. It's going to be this new guy. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's just going to be weird to me. Maybe. Yeah. Give me. I want DLC of the original face. I'll pay three <laughs> bucks for that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Interesting idea. Uh, moving on, EA Play, we had talked about this earlier. They are coming to be, they're going to be incorporated in Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Um, the official date for that, specifically Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, that is going to happen on November 10th. Okay, neat. Do you know if uh, Star Wars Squadrons is going to be part of that, part of EA Play or anything? Like, I'm wondering I if don't. I have to buy that game. Okay, I should I look into well, it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I did have a friend who subscribed to EA Play. EA Play was not day and date, but they would give you kind of like timed yeah, uh, stuff with it. Like I remember when Burnout Paradise came out, 
I bought it and they're like, oh, it's it's on EA Play day one, but only 20 hours. So I can play some multiplayer with you for 20 hours. Yeah. So it might might be something like that. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, Pokemon Company came out to give us an update on the next piece of the season pass for Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, titled The Crown Tundra. This is part two of two. Uh, this is going to be available on October 22nd. Sounds like a bunch of legendary Pokemon from the past are getting put into there. Sure. Okay. I mean, if you bought the first DLC, which I did, you get the second one because they did not allow you to buy them piecemeal. Right. So I'll have something to play later this month. For sure. Cool. Uh, speaking of some Nintendo properties, Smash Bros. announced a new character, and everyone got upset, at least on my Twitter feed. Uh, we've got Minecraft Steve. I thought this kind of looked funny. I thought it was cute. I don't, but I also don't care about competitiveness in Smash. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's better. I think it's good because it's not a Fire Emblem character or another. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yep, I thought um, the same. Honestly, you can be one of one of four different Minecraft characters. There's a, a zombie, and um, there's a girl, mm-hmm. and uh, the Enderman. But they're all the same moveset, right? Like, they're just skins, essentially? I, th- I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. too. And I, don't, I don't remember the girl's name, because I i don't know any of these Minecraft names. I'm not a Minecraft person, but... I think this makes sense. Minecraft's super popular, but like I said, yeah, people were pretty upset. Yeah. Who, who would they have to add for you to go and spend real money and play this two-year-old game? What, Smash Bros.? Yeah. I don't know. I've been buying the characters. Oh, have you? So you're going to pick up Minecraft well, Steve? Well, I mean, I've been buying the, like, passes or whatever, the fighter passes. Okay. So is this part of that's This is part of that, right? Yeah, this is part of yeah. the, like, the second pass. And I think there's yeah. four more characters to be announced. Yeah, I think so, too. I bet there's I a lot of kids that are fucking stoked that Minecraft Steve is in Smash Bros. And I'm happy for I- them. I honestly don't think this is a big deal. I thought it was no, cute. I, and more than anything, uh, every time they announce a new character, they do like a pretty fun video about it. Also, it looks like their ultimate smash is him like throwing a person into a cave or like a house and like locking them in with a whole bunch of creepers and D&D. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then they all explode. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It's pretty yep. good. Um, all right, I got one more news story here. This is a pretty minor thing. That jump rope challenge game that Nintendo put out on Switch for free at the beginning of quarantine for people to try and stay healthy. Uh, it was it was like a time thing. They were taking it off store shelves. They decided they're not going to do that. Right. And the only reason I mentioned this is Nintendo has a few other timed things. And it seems Nintendo can change their mind in the last minute and keep things on store shelves, so... I wouldn't be surprised if they did that for some other other products because of course they are. Uh-huh. For sure. Um <clears throat> but yeah, that'll do it for news. So let's do some of these questions. Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box are all great ways okay. to send questions in. True. And I'll read this first one from Kevin who writes, what is the best Assassin's Creed game? 
uh, from the ones I've played, Odyssey, for me, uh, I think the general consensus is that 2 is probably the best game, though. I think at this point, Origins is the best game overall. Um, I think that uh, 2 and Brotherhood were definitely the highs back then, but I think I don't think you yeah. could go back to them at this point. Um, oh, probably not, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if you were going to play one now, I think you should play Origins. Time and place, though, I think Brotherhood was like the height. I think it, it was everything is good about 2, but they just did more and they added a, a, an actual kind of interesting multiplayer mode. Sure. Yep. Black Flag okay. is really good too, though. Yeah, Fire that's one. right. Yep. That's a good that one. was a good one. Hmm. There's a few good ones for sure. Uh, Cody asks: Given the choice, would you rather run a game at a 4K and 30 FPS uh, frames per second, b 1080P and 60 frames per second, or c 720P and 120 frames per second? What do you think? Um, I go back and forth on this specifically because when I'm playing on like the Xbox One X, you usually have to choose between A or B here. You you don't get okay. everything. I I don't think I would do C. I don't think I've I've never even seen a game at 120 frames per second. Um, and if I was playing it on like my on my big screen, it would look so bad if it was just 720p. Um. Mm. I typically go 4K 30. Okay. I will never do 30. I hate 30. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, 1080p always uh, with 60. I will probably never do 720, 120. uh, But I'm also not a competitive shooter guy, and I think they would. So I guess if you're a competitive shooter guy, you probably won't see. I, I always just like the 4K, like, cause I got the big TV. I want, I want to see it all. And, um, yeah, the frame rate usually doesn't bug, bug me in any way. <clears throat> Professor Mitchell, is there any other case where you got someone's Twitter or sorry, is, so, uh, is there any case where you got someone's Twitter or other online name wrong and it ended up messaging the wrong way? Huh? I don't think I've done anything online like that. I'm trying to think in sure. person if I've called someone the wrong thing and it, and it was was it ended up being bad. I mean, like when I was young, you accidentally call your teacher mom. That's not great. That's yeah, that is bad. That that's that's, bad that's just embarrassing. And I've de- I definitely did that like maybe once or twice as a as a kid. Yeah. Oh, I sent an email once to I uh at my old company. I got like I sent emails all the time, so I got used to just typing in like the first name and then hitting tab or whatever. And this one person that I like never send emails to, um, I had to send them an email and I ended up sending it to the other a wrong person in the company, like a whole different other person that I've never even talked to. Shit like that is really embarrassing. Where it's just like, oh shit, disregard. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Uh, I can't think of any time I did it where like something bad happened or it came off really bad. Um, also, like this isn't my case, but there is a Starcraft guy named Trump. I'm sure he's gotten a whole lot of bad shit since 2016 on his Twitter. For sure. And um, 
Will Smith uh, from Tested, or I guess not from Tested anymore, but uh, I know that he gets stuff for the other Will Smith, the one year. Yeah, probably and that one's of. crazy to me because people are just tweeting at Will Smith and just assuming like, yeah. oh, that's got to be his Twitter account. I don't know personally, but I just want Will Smith to see this tweet and I'm, yeah. I'm going to assume it's just his name. Yeah, so those are just some funny examples that I know of. Uh, Linebeck asks, how would you define a game that is difficult for the wrong reasons? Difficult I think our Super moment. Mario Bros. one <laughs> example was good. Like, the the physics sure. are just kind of bad. Um, <clears throat> bad checkpointing is one. Like, and if you can die, like, anything insta-death sucks. So, like, pits are, are annoying. And if the checkpointing insta is death also terrible. annoying, that's not great either. Yeah. Um, like arbitrary difficulty where something just doesn't die for some reason. I hate to. Um, it. I mean, one hit kills or instant death is always my answer. I hate it in every game, even games I love. I hate when they do that shit. Um, I, I think like Control's most recent DLC kind of did this on that final fight of how the enemy could like heal itself oh. by like grabbing you. Um, it's just like, yeah. man, I'm wor- I'm already working so hard to, to like turn the lights on, jump in the light, sh- do some damage to you, not go near you. And then if you, but if you happen to get close enough to me, you get like half your health back. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Really annoying. Uh, and his second question, I'm at the end of Yakuza Kiwami and the game has told me this is the last free time I have, uh, before the final battle to prepare. It got me wondering, are you the kind of person that prefers to leave all the side quests until after the final boss, or do you do them all beforehand? I know, for me, all beforehand. I won't, because when I do the final boss, I turn the game off and uninstall it from my system. It's done. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the ideal for me. This So this shifted growing up. When I was younger, it led to a lot of do everything first, then do the final boss. You know, I want to get, I want to see everything. I want to be as most powerful. I want to use all the cool attacks on like the bosses and stuff, yada, yada. And then that slowly turned into, I would, I would be doing that, but then I just wouldn't finish the game because I would kind of stop playing the game for some reason. So I have a bunch of RPGs where it's like, technically I could just go fight the final boss, but I went and did some side quests and then I moved on. So like Tales of Vesperia, that's an example of that. Final Fantasy three on the DS. That's another example of that. Um, uh, Final Fantasy X, even back on the PS2, that was that was an example of that. And then that's turned into now, when I get to the boss, unless there's something I really want to do, I, I do the boss, and I if I'm still feeling it, I'll go do those side quests. Okay. But yeah. I do actually tend to just kind of move on because I'm trying to play so much stuff. Um, yeah, sure. So it kind of it kind of it, that's a, it's a real litmus test for me if I if I finish the final game or, or the final boss of the game. Um, and I do want to keep doing those side quests. Cool. And if I don't, well, I probably didn't care that much anyway. Yeah, no, that's a good point for sure. I usually like if they give me, say, 10 quests and like two of them are story and eight are side, I'll do the eight side and then the two story. And I try to like keep up with it that way. Usually. Yeah. Going through the game, I do that for sure. Like I'll do all the side quests before I'll do something that's like, I feel like this is going to move me on to the next area. Like I think of like last of us two, it's like, I'm pretty sure when I drop down there, I can't come back. So I better go this way first. You know, I'm always going to try and go the way the game doesn't want you to go first and do all that stuff. But once I get to the end, I kind of want to just do the final boss and not put it off. 
Yep. No, for sure. I guess like the the one that I, I go to in my mind is Mass Effect 2. You can do that like suicide mission super early, but the game is kind of like you should do loyalty missions, though, probably. And you don't have yeah. to do them and you don't have to do them all, but you kind of want to. So, right. I feel like that's kind of a different, a bit of a different thing. Cause like the game is about doing those, like that, that's the same with Breath yeah. of the Wild. It's like, yeah, you could just go to the final boss, but yeah. you're, the game's not really, it's kind of telling you to do something else first. Rinku writes, after listening to the latest TDP plus episode and you guys going over the plot of Battletoads 2020, what's another game you've had someone explain to you its general plot and you leave even more confused? Yeah, Battletoads is definitely one of those games. I was thinking another one that we probably did this is we went through all of um, The Quiet Man, and there is no way anyone listening to that who did not play the game <laughs> has any idea what happened in any part of The Quiet Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we played it. Some of us played it twice, and we still don't know what happened in The Quiet Man. Yeah. I think some of the Metal Gears, it's like if you explain to somebody what was going on in that story besides just you are infiltrating a thing to take down a weapon um that game is super weird and convoluted right that's like a great example of like describe a game poorly yeah that and then you you say that for like metal gear um another good one like that uh it would be death stranding just with yeah. all the nonsense happening. Okay, well, this this happens, but no, they can't go outside because the rain hurts some of their skin, But and that's also, they can't touch people. Yeah, yeah there's a lot going yeah. on there as well. I don't think this has ever actually happened to me because it is pretty rare where I'm like, please tell me the entire plot of a game. If I'm, if I'm that interested in the game, I'm going to want to just play that game. Yep. Yep, I agree for sure. Uh... Sukusuku asks, do you miss split screen gaming? I do not at all. Yeah, no, I do not. I don't until I do. You know what I mean? Well, I don't miss split screen. I miss like having a bunch of friends over and like playing a game together. That's sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just I'm just thinking of like. I, I, for the most part, I don't miss this. I, I want online call. That's how I play like 99% of the times. But then there's that 1% of the time yeah. where it's like, we just played together. Oh, it doesn't have local co-op. Oh, man. How weird, does it not yeah. have local co-op? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, second question. The long and scenic way or the quick and hard way? Quick and hard. Usually quick and hard, yeah. I just want to get something done. Yep, same. Uh, Hebrew Lantern. So Pokemon has officially stated that a group of Pikachu is a plethora of Pikachu. What are some of your favorite phrases for groups like murder of crows, etc.? And can you come up with any new ones? Murder of crows is very good. That's I murder like that of crows one. is very good. Iconic. What's the? Uh, I'm just looking. I'm, I'm just looking at the list of some of these. Isn't oh, it know. like an enchant of unicorns or something dumb like that? See if this list I pulled up has unicorns. It does not have unicorns. It has only real animals. A blessing um, of unicorns. Okay, sure. Yep. A quiver of cobras. That's pretty good. Oh, that's good. A sloth of bears. That doesn't sound right. 
That sounds really off. Yeah. A shrewdness of apes. Is this real? That can't be real, is it? That's really weird. A convocation of eagles. Oh, I kind of like good. that one a lot. That's like a good rock band or something. A <laughs> convoc. Yeah. Um, a business of ferrets. Okay, I have heard that one. I love that one. I think that is fantastic. That is just such good imagery. An army of frogs. That's the official name of a group of frogs is an army. And that's badass. A clouder or glaring of cats. Yeah, yeah, I think you're on the same list as I have. Uh, A gaggle of geese is good. A tower of giraffes. I did not know that, but that just makes sense. A band of gorillas. That's great. And that's another good conspiracy of lemurs. That's very good. A conspiracy of lemurs. Holy crap. That's so good. A shadow of jaguars. That doesn't sound real. It's Same with kindness a smack of, of ravens. <laughs> Wait, what was the raven one? An unkindness. Unkindness. Unkindness of ravens. That sounds like that sounds like a book title of like a yeah. like a subtitle of a, like a youth like a young adult like fantasy youth title. Yeah. An unkindness of ravens. A prickle of porcupines. That's just great. A pandemonium of parrots. Oh. Parliament that's of good. owls. I think that's. There's, I think that just sounds nice. Yep. There's a bunch of good ones actually. A smack of jellyfish. That sounds like something that only like like a like a foreign kind of English. Like oh, that's how Australians say it. You know what you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, smack of jellyfish. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like it's like yeah. oh, that's the English way to say it. They, that's just one <laughs> sure. of their terms. Sure. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Those are good. I don't think I can come up with, a, with better ones. No, those are good. Uh, the follow-up question. Steve Irwin has you pinned down in a headlock. What cool facts does he tell the audience about you and your environment? This is a good, this is a good question. I, like, I just like this the, the idea of this question. All right, well, this little fella right here. <laughs> I can't do an accent. I don't know. I spend all day... Uh, looking at a screen, I guess. Like, I don't really do much. Yeah, I can't think of what cool facts he would tell. I just like... I, I just have want no to cool read this question. Um, That's a good question. About you and your environment. At the moment, he'd probably say something about how it's too hot inside, and going outside, you can't breathe. That's my environment. <laughs> yeah. Help me and my environment. I mean, if you don't got one, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. VGC Kenny asks, what would you do if there was a video game exclusive to Fortnite? <laughs> like somewhere in the area in somewhere in the area, there's a little shack with a console. And that was the only way to play this game. Not like a mini game thing either. A full on AAA game only available through Fortnite. What would you do? Guess I would download Fortnite. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would play it. My question yeah. would be like, can you get killed while you're playing it, like outside? <laughs> like that's my big question. And maybe you know the answer to this. All when it, Fortnite keeps adding in like a bunch of random things to do in there, can't you can still get shot during it, right? Like if you're gonna watch, I have no idea. Batman, is it just like 
I hope no one shoots me because we all we're watching Batman right now. Or do you, are you still playing? Like I, I don't, I haven't really done any of this stuff. Like when when I showed you that that cool with the hip hop artist when they're like flying around, could they still shoot each other? Like haha, you don't get to enjoy this anymore. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm, so I'm, so I'm wondering like if I'm playing this game, do you get like sucked into the arcade cabinet or whatever, or are you, is your character sitting there while you're starting quest one on this 60 hour rpg <laughs> that'd and be then, really good and can someone just come up and shoot you and take your stuff also what happens if the game ends like what happens if somehow you win you're the longest lasting person you're still trying to play a 60 hour rpg i mean not to be too dark but somebody could break in when i'm playing a game here and shoot me in the back of the head <laughs> I guess, I guess that's sure but sure that's just life man Fortnite is just life do you get to continue from where you're at that's my question also can more than one person mm. play at a time or is there going to be a line of people these are all questions think, we probably either way answer. i think this would i think that this would happen i'm surprised there isn't like like a hacking yeah. mini game already in there we got to like hack something by playing a mini game to get into something and then that'll just get flushed out who knows yeah. Uh, Ace Viru, how often do you upgrade your setup for recording and streaming slash working from home? Um, I guess I s- when money allows it for me, because I don't, this isn't a job for me, so. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I've never gotten to the point where it's like, oh, I need this thing. I need to upgrade it right now. It's usually just been like, it would be nice. Oh, too. these things are these things are kind of on sale. I could I could use one of these, and you know, it could be like, oh, yeah, uh, mic arm. I, I could use a mic arm. I want to say I upgrade something. I don't know once every hat six months. Sure, upgrades, yeah. I upgrade something whether it's like new microphone, mic arm, uh, new RAM in my machine, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. And the follow-up question is, what has been the most useful yet underrated tool you own for your setup, whether it be ties for cables or Q-tips for cleaning, etc., etc.? Cable ties, for sure. I, d- I don't have cable ties. Um, most underrated. You know, I kind of, I got this big, big, long mouse pad. Can't really yep. pull it up because there's a bunch of stuff on it. And actually, it's Those are screwed good. to the table. Um, because I was, I don't, I don't really, I'm not one person who like needs mouth pads, but when I was recording, my mouse was getting picked up, um, oh. when I would move it around, uh, cause it would like, it would be a bit of a scraping noise. So I didn't want that getting picked up on the mic and my phone, when it would vibrate would be so loud against the table. So the mouse pad deafens that a bit as well. Um, so I, I, I like having this big long mouse pad, and then yeah, like because it's nice and long, like it's just kind of soft on my on my arms and my fo- my wrists and stuff. I guess like the other thing is this right here, the uh, shock mount. Shock mount. So when I move things around, you can't hear it, or like if something like drops on my desk, it doesn't just destroy ears, including sure. my own. <laughs> sure. Yep. I'll also just say a pop screen. I, I, I do a lot of stuff with the VO and mm. you just, you hear so much pops and it's like, what are you doing? Get up. These things are like $12. They're cheap. Yeah. 
Okay, Gutang Clan. Uh, for the last question, a friend of mine ordered some Wii games from GameStop for his two kids, about $40 worth. He texted me saying they sent him something extra in the box. Should he keep it? I said, yes, it's their mistake. Then he sent me this picture. This was the extra item. So for people that are just listening and can't see anything, the extra item was a fully refurbished Xbox Series S. (laughs) No, Xbox One S. One S. One S, yeah. (laughs) So a whole system. Yeah. You should keep uh, this it. is very funny. <laughs> yeah, this is very good. Um, I'm curious, like, how you would even go about sending it back. Yep. Like, is GameStop going to send you a shipping label so that you don't have to pay for anything? Because, like, God, no. part of me also doesn't want to go down because that, that thing's big. You can't just go to, like a, like, a mailbox and drop it in there. You're going to have to go to, like, a post office and drop it off. So you're taking out, like, a solid hour of my day. Um, I mean the yep. the good Samaritan thing is yes, send it back, but also it's it's a it's a used one S at this yeah. point. Um, I'd keep it. That is that is crazy. Yep, weird. That's funny. <laughs> it's really funny. All right, that's going to do it for questions this week. If you want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Oh, uh, I'll give it to Deep Rock. I think Spelunky 2, when I put more time in it, will be next week. So, Right on. Mine's going to be Hades. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, I just played a bunch of that this weekend. Um, Stay tuned for the the TDP Plus episode about Hades. Um, And speaking of TDP Plus, uh, as mentioned earlier, we did a Battletoads episode last week. Uh, So if that is of interest in you, check out the Patreon and you can listen to us. One of the longest episodes we've recorded, but we just talked a whole bunch about Battletoads. So if that's interesting to you, go check out our Patreon. Other than that, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.